The Golden West Radio Network presents Crisis. This is the only road through the Pyrenees Mountains. It's here from November until May. I call your attention to the wildflowers on the ride. Uh, now we are starting down the grade that will bring us to the valleys of Andorra. The population of the nation is only about 14,000. And in area, it covers only 175 square miles, about half the size of New York City. Ladies and gentlemen, please hold on. Th- there is no air pressure. We, we have no brakes. Hold on. Don't worry, honey. Keep your head down. We're going over. Everything's fallen down. Vic, Vic, can you move? Victor? Victor? Oh, no. No, help. Help me over here, please, please. A busload of tourists at the Pyrenees Mountains. A fine spring day. And suddenly, panic. The bus skids off the narrow winding road and rolls over. And so begins tonight's story of crisis, a tale of suspense in the tiny state of Andorra, tucked between France and Spain, and the ordeal of an American couple on their first European vacation. In just a moment, we'll return with the first act of The Possession of Victor Fraley. And now... The Possession of Victor Fraley. Vic, you've got to tell them you were hurt. Oh, it's nothing. You were unconscious. Now, if you were back home... Claudia, will you just relax? Look, I have a little bump, period. It's not going to spoil our vacation. Hey, pardon me. Uh, How are you folks doing? My name's Colbert, San Francisco. Oh, hello. We're the Fraley's. I was in Utah. You come through it all right? Well, he was knocked unconscious. Oh, that's so. Yeah, I was out, what, uh... Few few seconds? More like two minutes. Hmm. Ah, oh, you do have a goose egg on your head. Uh, let me see that. Uh, hurt? Ooh, yeah, yeah. A little tenderly. I'm trying to get him to go over and report it. Oh, it's not that serious, honey. I think she's right. You never know what might develop from a thing like that. Uh, I'd sure let them know. You see? The bus company is going to try to get us all to sign releases, you know. Releases? Sure. You sign a statement holding the bus company safe from any future damage or injury claims. Say, uh, what are you, a uh, lawyer, Mr. Colbert? <laughs> yes, I am. There. Now, will you let me report your injury? No, no, it's, it's no big deal. Look, we still have 15 days to go on our vacation, and I'm not going to spend any of it in some first aid station. Besides, it wasn't that serious an accident. I doubt anyone will stick the bus company for damages. For Pete's sake. Well, there was one man killed, you know. No. No, I didn't know. Yeah, a foreign-looking guy riding up front. Gee, that's too bad. Well, there's the bus to take the rest of us down to the village. Sure you won't want to report your injury, Mr. Fraley. Please, Victor, for me. Oh, well, all right, all right. Which way is the... Uh, uh... There's a doctor over by the ambulances. I feel stupid wearing this big bandage on my head. Well, at least you had a doctor tend you. Well, here, I guess this is where we register. Oh, it's a quaint little hotel. I love it. They said it was a good one. Oh, 
Uh, register here? Please. You have reservations? Sure do. Oh. There. There you are. This is your n- name? Sure. Sure, it's my name. Well, what's the matter? You do have reservations for Fraley, Mr. and Mrs. Victor Fraley? For Fraley, but that is not the name you've written, sir. What are you talking about? Let me see that. Oh, his hand is probably shaking a little. We were in that terrible bus crash up in the mountains and... Victor, what did you write? Huh? What name did you put down here? It looks like Ramon something. Ramon Bertat? Why did you write... All right, all right. Give me the pen. I'll change it. There. That make you happy? We we have all kinds of identification. My my husband has been... Well, you can see the bandage, of course. It... Of course, it is not important. I will have your luggage taken to your room. What are you doing over by the window? Oh, sketching the street. It's so quaint. Yeah, good thing you can sketch, too. I think my camera's broken. Oh, no. Can't be sure until I see the pictures. The shutter kind of sounds funny. Well, the bus company certainly ought to pay for the repairs. Yeah, what about all the shots I was going to take in Andorra and Spain and Italy? Oh, what a shame. Well, I'm not going to wait for them to settle up. I know what to do. Well, where are you going? Get the camera fixed. Wait, where? I know a place. Wait, wait, I'll go with you. How could he know a place here? Vic? That man... Look, Vic, there's that lawyer. Mm-hmm. He sees us. He's coming over. Vic, let's ask him to join us for dinner. Fine, fine. Well, how's the food in this hotel? Well, pretty good, pretty good. Come on, sit down. Oh, just for a minute. My wife's got a headache, doesn't want to eat. Well, that's too bad. Because of the wreck? Well, I suppose so. How are you feeling, Mr. Fraley? Well, like a fool wearing this bandage. I look like a swami. <laughs> and his brand new camera that he just bought for the trip? It got broken. Oh. I uh, got it fixed, though. Well, isn't that amazing? Right here in Andorra. That is amazing. You must speak the language. Uh, what is it? Uh, French or Spanish? Catalan. Huh? Catalan. It's uh, the native language. Oh, most merchants speak French and Spanish. And English nowadays. I didn't know you knew so much about Andorra. Hmm? Well, I guess it's something I just picked up. How did you find a competent camera repairman? Have you been here before? No. No. I haven't. Oh, he's so good, though, about finding addresses. You know, we can be in a strange town, and you can give him an address, and he drives right to it. Well, you'd be the man to stay close to tomorrow when we go sightseeing. (laughs) I get lost in my own neighborhood. Aren't you coming to bed, Vic? No, not right away. After all you've been through today, why are you so restless? I don't know. Do you feel all right? Yeah. Your head still hurt? Yeah, just a little. I'm worried about you. No, no, don't be. I'm all right. Really, I'm fine. But I do feel a little restless. Well, you keep looking down into the street. Yeah, I know. What's going on down there? Anything? No. Say, look, why don't you uh, get some sleep? I'll take a walk. That's what I need. But it's dark. What if you get lost? Oh, I, I don't think I will. Is it you? Mrs. Fraley? Yes. Who is it, please? Mrs. 
The police. May I speak with you briefly? The police? Just a minute. Mrs. Victor Fraley? Yes. My card. Interpol? I am Inspector Bertram Lorenz. How, how do you do? Is it about the bus crash? Not precisely. First, my apologies for calling so late. I see you had retired. Well, my, my husband will be back any time now. He, he just went for a walk. Yes, I know. Mrs. Fraley, I come to the point. Do you know the name Ramon Berta? Oh, the name Victor signed in the hotel register. Yes. You know the name? Why, no. No, I've never seen it before in my life. Well, then your husband knows the name, obviously. Well, I don't think he knows the name either. He... Look, when we registered, he had just recovered from a terrible blow on the head. He was knocked unconscious in that bus crash. I, I don't think he was quite himself. But I am puzzled, Mrs. Fraley. Why would he write the name of a man he didn't know? I don't know. Unless he was still dazed. Look... Why is this a police matter? He isn't pretending to be anyone he isn't. We're, we're American citizens. We're taking a vacation. Now, why should you be asking all these questions? Oh, a thousand pardons, madame. Is it against the law in this country to, to write a wrong name on a hotel register? No. Well, anyway, if you want to talk to him, he'll be back any minute. He's only gone for a walk. Thank you, but I shall withdraw now. Please keep my card. If you should need help, I... Well, I can't imagine what kind of help I could need, but... Yes, thank you. I'll, I'll keep it. Good night, Mrs. Fraley. I hope you and your husband enjoy a safe journey. It's later the same night now. Claudia Fraley has been growing more and more concerned about her husband's absence and the strange visit from the police inspector. It is past 11 when Victor Fraley finally returns. Victor? Oh, hi. You still awake? Where have you been? Just for a walk. There's a town square with a fountain and about a hundred friendly dogs and cats. Vic. What? What's the matter? That's what I want to know. Now, nothing's the matter. Look, I'm going to go to bed. But uh, remind me that I'm putting my money and keys and stuff right here on the ni- nightstand. Huh. Well, I'll be done. What? You recognize this key? Which one? This. This belong to your suitcase? No, I have all my keys in my purse. Well, then where'd this come from? Well, it must be one of yours. Well, if it is, I don't know what it opens. Hmm. Well, I'll worry about that tomorrow. Well, good morning, Mrs. Fraley. Oh, good morning, Mr. Colbert. I hope your wife is feeling better. Yes, she's better. But she never eats breakfast, so she's doing the packing. Where's Mr. Fraley? Well, he's, he's gone for a walk around town. Will you join me, please, for a minute? Oh, I'd be delighted to. Mr. Colbert, I'm terribly concerned about something. Well, if I can help in any way... There, well, there have been some very odd things happening since the accident yesterday. Victor's been, well, different somehow. He... He realizes it sometimes, and other times he doesn't. Well, don't you let him sign that release, whatever you do. He should see a specialist. I suppose that's it. It must be. How has he been different in his treatment of you? No, he... Well, to start with, he signed the wrong name on the hotel register when we checked in yesterday. He did? Yes, some name we've never heard of. Ramon Bertin. Hmm. And then last night, after Victor went out for some air, this... 
This policeman came to our door and wanted to know why Victor had signed a false name. A policeman? With Interpol. Uh-huh. Why? Is that something I should know about? They're an international police, quite famous. What would they want with us? I have no idea. <laughs> Unless it's a crime in Andorra to register under an assumed name. No, no, he said it isn't. And then Victor found this key. Oh? Just, just a little key. Well, he swears he didn't have it when he got up yesterday. Oh, I don't know. Maybe it's all just nothing. Well, what did Victor say when you told him this inspector had been quizzing you? I didn't tell him. I think that's what worries me most of all. I didn't tell my own husband that a policeman was asking about him. And why didn't you tell him? Because... Because I think I'm afraid of him. You really needn't take the trouble to do this, Mr. Colbert. Nonsense. No trouble at all. Besides, maybe your husband might mention something to me that... Oh, here's, uh... here's our door. I... Why, I didn't leave this unlocked. Uh, just a minute. Let me go in first. And just who are you? I will ask the question. Well, Mr. Lorenz. Who is this? Well, the, the Interpol man I told you about. What are you doing in here? I'm sorry, my dear lady. It was necessary to search your room. Look here, I'm an attorney and I represent these people. I'd like to see your authorization to enter their room and search their personal effects. I have the authority. Make no mistake. Well, I'd like to see it in writing. Our laws on search and seizure are slightly different from yours, sir. Just what are you looking for? A key, Mrs. Fraley. A small aluminum key. A key? Mrs. Fraley knows nothing about a key. But Mr. Fraley does. Is that not correct, madame? I, I don't know. He, when he came back last night, he did say he found a key, but... Small? Aluminum? I don't know. Really, Inspector, are you accusing Mrs. Fray, Mr. Fraley of stealing the key? No, indeed. I know how he acquired the key. He bought it. Or I should say he rented it. It is a key to a locker at the Hotel Luxor. What? Well, where's the Hotel Luxor? Oh, only a short walk from here. You've been following him. Now, what is going on? Yeah, that's what I'd like to know. Vic! Ah, Monsieur Bertard! Come on, Claudia, we're leaving. No, Victor, wait! Shut up! I know what I've got to do. Uh, Mr. Fraley, I'm afraid you're not yourself at the moment. Now, I'm sure there's a rational explanation for all this. If you... Just... I don't need you. I don't need anyone. I know what I've got to do. I know what... Oh, Vic! I, I've got him. Uh, help me with him. Here, put him on the bed. Give him to me. I, I would suggest the doctor. There's a phone in the lobby. Mr. Colbert. Oh, yes, of course. Oh, Vic, can you hear me? Stand aside, please. Hmm. The heart is strong. Mr. Fraley? Mr. Fraley? That's all right, darling. It's all right. Oh, he's coming around. Oh, oh boy. Man, what a headache I've got. Hey, what happened? Did I pass out again? Yes, you did. You kind of scared me. Uh, who's this? Welcome back, Mr. Fraley. Welcome back. Where have I been? As a policeman who deals only in facts, I have no answer. But as a man who sometimes amuses himself with speculation, I think I can guess. But first, please, the key. The key? Well, what key? I think in your pocket you will find a small aluminum locker key. Uh, let's see. Oh, I'm still a little dizzy. Oh, here. Here it is. Uh, yeah. Say, sure, I saw this last night. Oh, I can solve that mystery. 
May I have it? Uh, sure. Now, I must ask you. When you registered yesterday at this hotel, you used the name. Do you remember it? Oh, see, it was something like uh, Ramon. Ramon somebody. Berta. Ramon Berta. Yeah. Yeah. I can't figure out how I did that. You never were acquainted with a Ramon Berta? No. Then let me introduce him to you. Andorra lies, as you know, between France and Spain. Its history is rich. Charlemagne granted Andorra her independence in the 8th century. Ever since then, it has been a prime avenue for the profession of smuggling. In recent time, both Spain and France have been victims of a clever traffic in narcotics. Opium, cocaine, and heroin have flowed like wine through Andorra. Then we learn the name of the courier who brought money into Andorra and took narcotics out. He utilized a locker in a hotel, and his name was Ramon Berta. Good Lord. But we... But how did we... How did an American tourist come to write that name instead of his own, and then proceed to behave in a most uncharacteristic manner? As I say, I sometimes amuse myself with speculation in the world of the occult. And there lies the only possible answer. What are you getting at? You see, the man who was killed yesterday in the bus crash, at the same moment in which you were knocked unconscious, was Monsieur Ramon Berta. I don't understand. Neither do I, my dear madame. Unless the villainous spirit of Ramon Berta chose to enter your husband's body, thereby to complete his mission. But then, who could believe such a thing, eh? Have a pleasant journey, Mr. and Mrs. Bailey. Nestled in the Pyrenees Mountains, between the Bay of Biscay and the Mediterranean, squeezed between France and Spain, lies tiny Andorra. And in a small cemetery lie the mortal remains of a smuggler named Ramon Bertac, killed in a bus accident. But where is his restless, ruthless spirit tonight? I'll be back with the names of tonight's players and a word about next week's program. Tonight, Crisis has presented The Possession of Victor Fraley, featuring in our cast Douglas Young, Pat French, Sidney Smith, Robert O. Smith, and Leon Lishner as Inspector Lorenz. Sound created by Jeff Thompson. Engineering by Carney Barton. The program is recorded at Audio Recording Incorporated in Seattle. And this is your writer-director, Jim French, inviting you to join us next week for Crisis. Crisis.